I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, folks, and welcome back to the Out of Spec podcast. I'm your host, Francie. It is great to have you join me today for another one-woman show, as some of you call them. And today I'm not bringing you the best of news, but hopefully you'll be able to combat it with a nice cup of coffee or a nice dinner, depending on when you're listening to this, whether it's on your drive-in or your commute home, or maybe you just watch these when they're live. Let me know. It's been really fun to bring you these stories and to learn so much more and more about the industry since I started with the podcast. So thank you for everyone who's been tuning in and everyone who will continue to tune in. So like I said, it's not the best news, especially if you're a fan of affordable EVs. The Chevy Bolt has officially ended production. This is nothing new. We knew that Chevy GM were going to halt production of the Chevy Bolt in December of this year. But I want to dive into the history of that, the Chevy Bolt and its place in the EV market in general, and then where they're going next. And also what I kind of feel about the positioning that automakers are taking in terms of accessible and affordable EVs. So the Chevy Bolt, it was one of the most affordable EVs. It's got pretty good range, great tech. It was very bad at fast charging. But, you know, if you were adding it to your two car lineup, charging it in your car and commuting around town, that was an overall very good vehicle. Of course, they had what you might recall, but big recalls for battery fires. And I know there's a big kind of debate around, well, if EV recalls happen just because of over-the-air software update fixes, is that really a recall? Either way, whatever your stance is, this was a real recall. The batteries were catching on fire. You can easily go and search that and imagine the impact that this had on the brand, on the EV sales in general, and also the appearance of the EV sector in the general news cycle. So of course, this recall led to big price drops, and then it became a very compelling buy, as long as your battery wasn't catching on fire, which of course they fixed, but overall good tech, decent range, doesn't fast charge, but that can charge pretty well in your garage, an accessible, affordable EV that will fit those everyday driver needs. It's one of the only EVs on the market that is under $30,000, which is a shame. It is easy to find 
fully outfitted with that super cruise loaded on or the EUV was also well under 40K. It qualifies also for the 7,500 federal tax credit, which is great. So you could really get a deal whether you're going for the EV or the EUV of the Chevy Bolt. Production ramping down. Why did they decide to do this? Well, let's get into what their announcements were. Initially, they announced earlier this year that they were going to end production of the Chevy Bolt in August of this year. Well, it's obviously December. So when August 1st hit, they said, wait, okay, we're going to extend this to December, actually. So they extended production into December of 2023, which is kind of good news, you know, especially if you like the car, let's get a few more on the roads, especially when it comes to affordable EVs. So on December 18th, just two days ago from when I'm filming this, the production has stopped. So they also laid off over a thousand workers at two plants. 945 were laid off at the Bolt assembly plant due to the end of production of the Bolt. So this was definitely seen as incoming. And so the final production, like I said, was just two days ago and there's a shift. So they're ending the Bolt production. So what are they going to do next? So they have a facility in Michigan that is going to be expanded, retooled, and just have significant construction to go underway in order to invest billions of dollars into reframing their EV initiative. So it will be used to assemble the Silverado EV and the GMC Sierra EV. So we will see those plants shift and change for a new production effort. But before you get too excited, those efforts have been delayed as well to 2025, late 2025 at that. So more divestment in affordable EVs and more delays in the production of EVs. Like I said, this isn't really a happy-go-lucky news story. So what about the future of the Bolt? The, the Bolt EUV actually will come back on the Ultium platform. This is planned for 2025. The Equinox EV was supposed to replace the Bolt, right? So if they're going to phase out the Bolt, let's have another accessible, affordable EV take its place. That was the Equinox, Equinox EV plan initially. It was going to be advertised, and it was advertised, under the $30,000 price tag. But then it moved to $35,000. But it does have over 300 miles of range, which we know that the correlation between range and price are direct. If you see one go up, you're going to see the other go up in the EV space, at least right now. But there were much-needed improvements when it comes to the Bolt. Like we said, it wasn't really good at fast charging. The Equinox is much better at fast charging. So that's the kind of change that we want to see, but with the premium price tag that comes with it. They're set to start production on the Equinox in late or in quarter one of 2024. So not late, pretty soon actually. And it should qualify for the full 7,500 federal tax credit. Don't you wish it was 750,000 or something. However, the first models will be the higher trim which start more around 48,000 for front wheel drive and 52 for all wheel drive. So again, the word affordable, I don't think can be linked to this EV option, nor does it make it a true replacement for the very affordable Bolt for all the reasons that it was affordable. The $35,000 model is expected to launch at the end of 2024. So while it will be more affordable, $35,000, that's pretty accessible in terms of the other cars on the market, especially with their ICE alternatives. It's still not happening until the end of 2024. And with the delays, I have to be a little bit speculative that that will be met. But of course, I hope that it will be. 
get it while you can. You can still get the Chevy Bolt. They're not off the streets. They're not just out of here forever, although they have stopped production. There is still inventory. So if you're in the market for that second vehicle kind of setup to get around town, it still qualifies for all the incentives. So you should definitely look into that. I think it could be a cool setup. In terms of the comparables to this EV on the market, especially if it's being taken off the market, the Kona EV is in the mid 30,000 range. The Volvo EX30 should be coming out next summer and is in the 30K range as well. The Tesla Model 3, of course, is $39,000 about and is pretty price competitive for all that you get as well, which is the supercharger network, the self-tested and reliability of Tesla, but we all know that. All of this, you know, affordable EVs plus any state or federal tax incentives do still make a pretty uh, competitive offer when it comes to these comparable models. So there are still good deals out there for folks, depending on what's available from the federal and state level of incentives, as well as good priced EVs. But that list wasn't very long that I just rattled off. It does make me worry a bit, this trend in general that I'm seeing, a divestment from affordable EVs and a lot of investment into expensive large EVs. And while they are improving on the technology, and GM here is specifically improving on the technology that they had with the Bolt to create a better offering, the price match just isn't yet realized in that affordable EV idea. And, you know, it's not like everyone's salaries have risen with the change in inflation. It's really hard to access more and more affordable things in this economy. So is the improvement worth the 40, the 20K that we're seeing on those higher trims? I'm not so sure if that really lines up. In this space, as with any emerging technology, there's a high level of upfront costs. There's research and development. These cars are just more expensive to build. And they also comes with a lot of uncertainty, a bit of uncertainty with where the market is going, what the EV demand will be. Even though we're seeing general trends, we know that this is a dynamic place to be in. So are automakers who are going electric really sticking with it like they should? This is a hard market to get into. This isn't the easiest sell. We see that. And it is an expensive thing to invest in. Are they dedicated enough? Have they planned for the slow runway that will take to make a profit on these, to get adoption up? Is that really their mission? Is chasing profit margins a sustainable strategy in going electric? No. This leads them to go after more expensive trends and vehicles, which makes them less affordable, which will lead to less widespread adoption of EVs, which is a vicious cycle. I don't want to see this trend continue. Do I understand it? Yes, profit margins are important. Do I understand the business models that are chasing revenue streams? Yes, but you know, you can understand why something happens and still not think that it is a very good excuse. So I'm a little... I'm a little curious and wondering how we're going to focus back on affordable EVs. Subsidies from the state and federal government are great, but should it be on them to subsidize something that should be affordable already? No. If we're going to actually go have greener societies, should we have EVs that are more accessible in terms of price? Yes. So it's. I think it's a really tough formula we have there. I don't think EV adoption will be 100% any day. I think there's still impacts on the planet to consider. But if we're going to go electric, I'm really curious how the automakers are going to play into creating affordable EVs because I don't see enough on the market. I know it's a hard space to be in. There's a lot to consider here. 
economic factors of whichever side you're looking at. I don't think there's a really straight answer, but I don't want to see a trend where it just keeps to <laughs> keeps going with the most technologically advanced options when there are wonderful bolt and leaf kind of styles that we can look to and try to emulate again. Of course, range matters. Enhanced technology is important. How are we going to meet it at the price level? Those are my thoughts on today's topic. Let me know what you think in the comments. Either way, sad to see the Bolt go, but the EUV will return and we will see what they do with the Chevy Equinox EV. Thanks for tuning into the Out of Spec podcast. Hope you have a great rest of your day and I will see you next time on the next episode. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.